breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. An employee at a driving school in Colorado plowed through the front of the school while attempting to park. The incident is now being investigated by the Colorado Bureau of Irony. The McDade Park pool is finally opening for the season. Hey, way to strike while the iron's hot. I hear the snow tube park's going to open on March 24th, 2024. Van Halen is remastering and re-releasing all of their albums with Sammy Hagar. The collection is called Kaching. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in Monday for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Hey, hey, hey. Mr. Manly here with lesson number 415 in How to Be Manly. Well, it's my vacation week. For this one week, I go to the shore and celebrate my celibate week. With all the activity that I've received this past year, I simply need a break from the female persuasion. On my first day, I walked along the beach, enjoying the ocean air, the scent of salt water. Apparently, I walked farther than I intended onto another beach, a beach where I appeared to be overdressed. Yep, everyone was nude. Being my celibate week, I thought I should turn around, but a voice went through my head saying this would be a good test. They were just setting up to play mixed league beach volleyball. Well, I never saw so many bouncing obstacles. Let me tell you, it was hard to find the volleyball. Suddenly, one of the participants named Peaches approached me and said, we need another man to complete our team. Then said, let me get you in a uniform. Suddenly, I was pulled out of my celibacy week, but I said, okay, anything for the good of the team. But tell me, what are your expectations of me? She said, I expect you to be able to set the ball up, spike it, and remember, when a point is won, we rotate positions. Well, after hearing this, I gave my definition of all these expectations and did so in a manly manner. If you ever find yourself in a similar situation, follow along in your manly manual, page number 415, and repeat after me. Number one, set the ball up. Anyone can do that. Here's two balls set up for you right here. Number two, you put me in uniform. Surely you can see I'm able to spike. And number three, hey there, Peaches. Every time we score tonight, we'll rotate positions. Soon after, as Peaches tosses your two balls in the air, then spikes them firmly in the sand, ensuring you'll never rotate again, you'll realize just what kind of man you really are. Until next time. This is Mr. Manly saying be manly and good day. You've probably been on some bad ones and hopefully some great ones. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. According to a poll, the average first date should last almost three hours. If it's an idea, like if it's great and it's doing well. So how do you keep a complete stranger interested in you for 180 minutes? Easy. Lie. That's why so many people are familiar with today's list of top five lies everyone tells on a first date. All right, here we go. Number five, this is the first time I've ever used Tinder. Top five lies everyone tells on a first date. Number four, I had nothing to do with the end of my last relationship. Number three, the only reason I'm not working is because I can't decide which job offer to take. Top five lies everyone tells on first dates. Number two, the only thing my parents still give me is advice. And the top lie everyone tells on a first date. Forget sex. I just want to connect with somebody spiritually. There you have it.
Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Make-A-Wish helped a 10-year-old kid from Boston be a professional baseball player for a day. His name is Mark Lane, but he prefers the nickname Swaggy. He's got a rare neurological condition and has up to 300 seizures a day. There's an exhibition team in Georgia called the Savannah Bananas, and they're popular on TikTok, and Swaggy's a big fan. They held a ceremony last week where he signed a contract and got to hang out with the players. They also gave him his own locker. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. The following rant may cause you to pull your hair out, scream at the radio, punch the dashboard. Complaints should be addressed to loudmouthyambag at rock107.com. Hey, I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and here's what's got me jacked. I've ranted about this before, but I still see this happen, and I still just can't understand it. I don't get people who live their life in the left lane. The far left lane on a highway is meant to be a passing lane. Yeah, Cretan, the far left lane is for faster traffic and for passing. It's just the general rules of the road that keep traffic moving smoothly. When you're in the most left lane, the driver should yield to those going faster and get out of the way. But you see it every day. Some yam bag doing 60 in the left lane determined to stay there no matter what's happening around them. Hey, Ponce de Leon, you're not declaring the interstate for the country of Spain. You didn't find this place, so how about you let the 74 other cars packed behind you get by? I mean, it's pretty simple. If someone wants to go faster than you, you pull to the right, you let them pass. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what I do, and I'm not even a nice guy. Don't speed up and slow down and brake check people behind you in an effort to prevent someone from passing you. You don't want someone crawling up your backside on 380? Then get out of the way. You pull to the right, idiot. Let them go by. That way, you can drive the speed you want, and you can let the state troopers worry about Burt Reynolds and Smokey and the Bandit, all right? Because let me tell you, when you're driving along the highway trying to maintain a good speed, there's really nothing more frustrating than to have somebody in front of you who keeps changing their speed. Think about it. The one thing you always hear people complain about, and with good reason, are the people who won't let anyone pass them. Yeah, and you're going to get somebody killed who made you the arbiter of speed on the highway did i miss something are you the pace car at pocono get out of the way if someone flashes their lights behind you that's your signal to move that's called courtesy if more of us drove with some common courtesy for each other more of us would get where we're going faster and far more relaxed but then again i'd have a lot less to rant about i'm prospector i'm for the people Who's with me? I got 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 crazy man Ever see the crazy guy screaming at the wall outside the Times building? Where does this rage come from, my son? Tweet us with hashtag I found Prospector and we'll come and get him. Prospector Mornings on Rock 107. I tell you this almost every week, but yeah, if you think there's nothing to do in Northeast PA, you are wrong. There are a plethora of amazing things happening all over Northeast PA, and this weekend is no exception. Here are three cool things in Northeast PA this weekend. First, uh, Friday, uh, actually throughout the weekend in Wayne County, the last weekend for the Wayne County Fair. The Wayne County Fair has been a tradition in Honesdale since like 1862. 
and each August welcomes nearly 100,000 visitors. It's a classic county fair. Exhibits, rides, games, entertainment for the entire family. Entertainment includes concert, harness racing, trucks and tractor pulls, demolition derbies, monster truck shows, fireworks, and more. The Wayne County Fair. Affordable family fun. It's a pay-one-price ticketing, offering parking, rides, and access to all the shows for just $12 per person. On Saturday in Luzerne County, the 5K Color Fun Walk Run Fundraiser, August 12th, 10 a.m., and the Riverfest and Dragon Boat Race is happening throughout the weekend, too. The Color Fun Walk Run is taking place during the Wyoming Valley Riverfest celebration in Wilkes-Barre to benefit the Street Art Society of Northeast PA. It's their second annual fundraiser, and it's going to help raise funds for more murals all over the Wilkes-Barre area. Interested participants can sign up to take part in the Run Walk or just go down and watch and check out the Dragon Boat Races on Sunday. And speaking of Sunday, Lackawanna County in Dunmore, PA, the final day of the SS Anthony and Rocco Italian Festival is happening uh, starting at 12 noon. The Dunmore Parish's annual three-day Italian festival is all weekend, and it wraps up Sunday. On the grounds and pavilion area at St. Rocco Church, that's 122 Kirk Street in the Bunker Hill section of Dunmore. Festivities include homemade ethnic and picnic foods, uh, games, live uh, activities and entertainment each day, and the event concludes with a fireworks display Sunday evening at 9 p.m. There you have it. Three cool things happening in Northeast PA this weekend. This kind of rebranding rarely works. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Gen Z doesn't want to call white tank tops for men wife beaters anymore. I mean, I guess for obvious reasons. But is their new term for them any good? Instead, they want people to call them wife pleasers. I don't know. Maybe it's a good start, considering how many names of stuff are long overdue for politically correct makeover. See what I mean with today's list of top five other things that really need to be renamed. Here we go. Number five, cornhole. Top five other things that really need to be renamed. Number four, honky tonk. Number three, homo sapiens. Top five other things that really need to be renamed. Number two, free willy. And the number one other thing that really needs to be renamed, Woodpecker. There you have it. What's a yambag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yambag of the Week, as decided by you. At rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. A guy in eastern China ended up in the ER after getting a light bulb stuck in his mouth. Do not try this at home, kids. There was a dumb Facebook video a while back that claimed this exact thing could happen, though. The idea is you put a bulb in your mouth, glass first, and it can get stuck behind your teeth. Then you panic. The muscles in your face tense up, your jaw locks, and you can't open wide enough to get it back out again. Now, obviously, that glass is thin, so if it shatters, you're going to end up with a mouthful of tiny shards of glass. Doctors were able to eventually remove the bulb from the guy's mouth without breaking it, but it took some effort. He dislocated one side of his jaw during the stunt, but the man will be okay once the bulb was out. He said he'd heard about the challenge online, didn't think it was true, and wanted to see for himself. Nominee number two. Those scooters at stores aren't yours to take anywhere you want. A Nebraska man is accused of stealing a shopping scooter from a Walmart and then taking it on a trip to a Casey's General Store. Police said this happened at the Grand Island North Walmart in Nebraska on Thursday around 6 p.m. 
Cops eventually found the $2,750 scooter at an intersection, and Nicholas Freeman was then located at the nearby Casey's store. He was arrested on suspicion of theft by unlawful taking. Nominee number three. This is definitely not in the United States flag code as a proper display. A man was stabbed through the head with a flagpole last week. The stabbing occurred last Wednesday evening at a Sonic in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and ended with the arrest of a man named Clinton Collins. The pole entered the victim's head beneath his jaw and exited the other side of his head near the right temple area. The American flag was still attached to the pole at the time. Firefighters with the Tulsa Fire Department had to cut the part of the flagpole off in order to fit the victim into an ambulance. Miraculously, the victim will survive his injuries but will likely lose an eye. Witnesses told investigators they saw Collins charge at the victim and stab him with the flagpole. And they also told authorities they could hear Collins say that's what he gets. He deserved it. Collins was charged with felony maiming. Nominee number four. If you want to feel like your life is a fever dream, here's the basic formula. A 32-year-old guy in Middletown, Indiana is facing charges after he went on a four-day meth bender last week and, believe it or not, got a little paranoid. His name is Shay Erlanson. He did meth for four days straight, didn't sleep at all, and hallucinated that a, quote, tiny man was hanging out in his car. So he tried to scare the tiny man away by setting his own car on fire. That happened last Tuesday at about 6 in the morning. By the time cops got there, the fire had already spread to a nearby barn and the whole thing went up. Luckily, no one was hurt, but he did cause over $60,000 in damage. He told cops he poured a small amount of gasoline inside the car and lit it in order to, quote, make a boom and scare the tiny man away. They arrested him for arson, also found meth, and he tried to grab a rifle from the police car, so they added a charge of him trying to disarm a law enforcement officer. He's facing up to 12 years in prison. And the winner is... The guy on a four-day meth bender who set his own car on fire. That is pretty stupid, and it makes you the Yam Bag of the Week. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts Podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.